we have um this one woman that messages us all the time all the time saying that she's like you know your clitoral hood is not big enough we're like we know it's like (laughs) you can't do like we can't make them look exactly the same i'm sorry Confident, the podcast for introverts, extroverts, and everyone in between. I'm your host, Chelsea Heaney, and my guests today are the hands and minds behind the Clay Agenda, which wins bonus points for the best company name I've ever heard. Among (laughs) other things, they make beautiful and unique light switch covers in all different shapes and colors, but they are most known for their labia light switches, also known as glitches. Please welcome to the show, Hannah and Katie Burgess. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thank you uh, for being here. Thank you for, for trusting me to host your first ever interview. <laughs> it's quite an honor, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How have you guys been? Oh, good. Yeah, I think um, we just hit 10K on our Instagram the other day. So yeah. we're like, we're famous now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we're on a bit of a high. <laughs> yeah. That's completely fair enough. I mean, I felt that way when I hit a hundred people. So <laughs> 10K yeah. 10, 10 sounds, yeah, absolutely incredible. Yeah. yeah. Something we didn't think that we would hit, but it was just like a Christmas gift, I think. Yeah. We were pretty much convinced that we were going to like stop at like, we were going to plateau at like 5k and we were mm-hmm. like, we're happy with that. Like that's the best. And then like we hit 10k and it was just very exciting. Yeah. So yeah. we're, we're, we're living the dream. <laughs> we're doing good. We're pretty, we're pretty happy with where we're at and um, we're feeling very inspired right now. Lots of new things for the new year. So we're in a good yeah. place right now. Awesome. So when did you actually start the Clay Agenda? Um, I think we created the Instagram April 2020. Not that long ago. No. Yeah. I think we made our first Klitsch in March, uh, the month before. And then um, we posted it, the, the ones that we made, we posted them on our personal Instagrams. And then people loved them. And we were like, hey, let's let's make a let's make an Instagram yeah. account for them. Let's like see if we can sell any of these. And um, so yeah, we made it in April, and then I think we had our first uh, shop update end of April. End of April, yeah. I kept saying it's going to be tourist season. That was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sadly mistaken. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you guys already? make pottery or or you know that type of thing before you started making the glitches or was this sort of the first thing you did so I've always kind of been a sculptor mostly mm-hmm. air dry clay um because that's just what I had access to that's the most easily accessible thing for anyone to get started with sculpting but it was very like frivolous very like sporadic like once a year I would be like oh I want to sculpt something it's a weekend I'm bored um but usually Hannah is more of like an illustrator and a painter. So this was sculpting for her was new. Yeah. I had never used clay before yeah. that day. Yeah. And plus we're using polymer clay, which was new for both of us. So yeah. Yeah. So polymer clay is the one you, you cook in the oven, right? Yep. Yeah. So why did you choose to go with polymer clay? Um, it's more durable than like an air dry clay. Cause air dry clay, like you get it wet and it's just like screwed. <laughs> Um, and, and it also polymer clay takes paint a lot better because with air dry clay, um, it kind of absorbs cause it's, it's more porous. It like absorbs the paint. Mm. So I've tried painting things before and the colors just get totally warped. Um, so with polymer clay, it's like this crisp white that we use. And so it, the paint just sits like perfectly on top of it. Yeah. Ah, there you go. It makes a lot of sense. Um, and I have to ask, did you guys like pop champagne when you came up with the name of the company? Cause it's honestly one of my favorite things <laughs> I've ever heard. It's funny because Katie, what were you even working on before? I was, 
I was looking for a creative outlet for my really boring corporate job. And I was trying to jump on that polymer clay earring bandwagon, right? Yep. I realized it was absolutely not for me. I don't have the finesse skills for that, but um, <laughs> for the patience at all. And um, I was like, I need a shop name for my Etsy. And I was just going to kind of do it like on my own. I was like, I don't know what I'm making with polymer, but I'm making something. And so I texted Hannah because Hannah's like really good with puns and like quippy things. So I texted Hannah. I was like, I want something kind of punny for my shop name. And and she gave me some <laughs> great ones. Could you please say some of the ones that you gave me? Um, I think so. I think I listed off like 20. And, um, <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. I think. Uh. Clay Macon, like Clay Aiken, Clay Clay Aiken, <laughs> yeah, a favorite of mine, yeah. and um, Clay CDC, <laughs> like, oh, what were some of the other I ones? There were so many. They were all just like Stupid. they have clay, but have nothing else to do with anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then whenever I said Clay Agenda, we were like, that's it. <laughs> like I was like, go ahead and you you take that name, like. That's perfect. Yeah, that's the perfect title for it. Because yeah. I'm, we're gay, so it's just like, yeah. it's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm so glad, though, that we created something together so that I can kind of, like, have that name. Because I'm so proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you would have just, like, taken it and had the name for yourself, I would have been so jealous. Yeah. So it started out with, with Katie making it. Where, Hannah, when did you come on board and it become something you did together? Yeah, she um, texted me while I was at work. Uh, this idea of making a labia light switch cover and she's like let's do it this Saturday and I was like all right so that Saturday she came over with all of her clay and we just sat in my living room and made them real quick and that's kind of how I came on board like we still have them up in our houses and everything the first ones we made nice and and where did the idea for a labia light switch come in I mean light switches in general are such like I don't see many people selling unique light switches. They're not something you generally think about as a way to add art to your home. So where did the idea for light switches come from and then labia light switches? Well, I just think that light switches, Hannah and I like to fill our homes with art. Like we have mm-hmm. art over our houses, but it's like light switches are just so boring. You know, it's like, it's just like so beige and, and boring. And then, you know, our kind of our slogan or, or catchphrase, I don't know how I want to describe it is let's get turned on. And that's kind of something that fueled it. It's like, cause it's yes. like flicking the switch, you know, yeah. it was just like a funny play on words that like my quarantine brain came up with. Cause I was so bored. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so nice because, you know, I have a really tiny house and so I'm kind of running out of places to put art up. So now it's like, Oh, I have all of these light switch plates that I can turn into something. It's just another opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find, cause my initial thought was like, do many people actually like buy a light switch cover? But then I went, if you buy one light switch cover for your home, surely you have to get one for every light switch in your yeah. home. Do you we find were- a lot of people buying multiple? Yeah, uh, we were actually really worried that no one would want to, because you can buy a light switch cover for like 20 cents. Um, So we were like, no one's going to want to pay more than $20 for a light switch plate. And yeah, people were super into it. And I think most of the people that buy them, they're like, oh, I want to have my whole house be like glitches. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a couple people who we've had couple people who've bought like upwards of 20. Oh and, my god. Yeah, it's not even that they have like they're using them as light switch covers they're just like hanging them as art in their homes. <laughs> yeah. So I like that people are doing that because it's like even when you run out of light switches in your house you can still just hang it up as art. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah it is just like a fun a fun little addition and, and most people are like I want to fill my entire house with it but to what Hannah was saying about like people aren't going to want to pay like more than $20 for a light switch. We had to change like our mind frame for that. Cause it's like, we're not making light switches. Right. We're making art, you know, yeah. like little yeah. mini sculptures for you to hang in your home. And yeah. they just happen to be multifunctional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely fair. And the stuff that you guys make is amazing. Where do your ideas for each design come in? 
I think it it really depends on the week. Um, I think a lot of it comes from like media that we're consuming um, or uh, like we follow a ton of other artists on our Instagram and they're all so inspiring and give us a ton of ideas. And um, I kind of start my day with Pinterest. I like when I'm there <laughs> right now, I'm really into looking at like vintage quilts um, cause they all have like really simple patterns on them mm. that, you know, and like florals and stuff that could, I could easily be inspired by to like replicate or, or, um, just do something similar to that and nothing nearly as complex as a whole quilt. But, um, I love looking at Pinterest for inspiration, looking at other artists. And, and I think it really is sometimes just the media because we've made a couple of Ouija related things. Yes, I saw that one you did recently. I loved it. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> and I think you originally made that when you were watching the new Charmed series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of inspired by by little things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys name all of your designs and then you give them like a little bio and backstory, which I absolutely love. Where did that start? That was from the beginning. Um, the first one we ever posted, we gave her a name, Martha. Mm-hmm. And I think the bios back then, they were like two or three sentences. They were super short, but we just felt like, you know, each of each, because I think at that point, whenever we first started making them and well, posting them, we already had 20 at this point um, that we were like going to post and they all just felt so different and like for different people. And so we're like, what vibe does this give off? Who's this for? Who's hanging this in their house? Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of came from there. And now it's, it's like storytelling at this point. They're just, I feel like I have to to cut them so I'll like write a whole bio and it's so long and then it's too long for an Instagram caption so I'll have to cut it down it's like the the abridged versions <laughs> yeah but it is really fun and and those are also inspired by media we're consuming like I think I oh, wrote yeah. one time about like a detective and I just like happened to be watching like criminal minds at that time you know <laughs> or they're like inspired by or are like I've written a couple ones about like ex partners, you know, like um, inspired by like arguments I've had with them. So just like little fun things like that. And, and I think it is, we've heard people say, it's like, I came for the glitches. I stayed for the bios. People really enjoy reading them because they're funny and we try and make them relatable too. We try and make them like, there's something in them that somebody's going to really attach to. Yeah. Yeah. So what type of, for people who haven't read them, what type of things do you put in those bios? We kind of have a list of like checking a box. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we always give them where they live, um, what job they have, um, most of the time we'll give if they are in a relationship or what their sexuality is. And then usually try to put in some type of uh, pop culture media reference in there. Um, kind of just what they're going through in life at the time. And um, yeah, I usually go from there. Yeah. Sometimes it focuses on like a specific scenario. Like I wrote one recently about someone who was like, having a downward spiral at an office because they were so bored with their corporate job, which is very much uh, <laughs> my, my feelings about it. And then, but sometimes it's just about like who they are as a person. Like I wrote one about a botanist who was like super into mushrooms and like they just couldn't stop thinking about mushrooms. So it's, it really is just kind of totally random, but it's like they usually have a story or an arc. Hannah's great at leaving cliffhangers. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then, or they're, um, you know, just kind of like a, almost like a personality quiz just like here's this person and here's all these things about them yeah 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 like you guys have like really relatable where it's you know like oh this is someone that I could know or it could be like oh this person is a demon and (laughs) they sing Ariana Grande in Latin (laughs) you know (laughs) do you guys have um well, A, a favorite of the glitches, and B, a favorite of the bios. Um, I definitely have a favorite glitch. Uh, it's probably the one I spent the longest time doing. It's um, Her name is Valentina, and it's basically like the birth of Venus, mm-hmm. just on a light switch plate. 
and it took me like four hours to do it was um super time consuming I didn't even sell it I was like there's no way anyone's gonna pay what I want like to be paid for it so it's like I'm just gonna keep it and it's it's right behind me it's so beautiful um and then I think bio I really enjoyed our bios for when we did like our Claytober collection. Oh, like we yeah. did all of our Halloween themed glitches and there was one bio. I can't remember who it was for, but she was like a sorority girl and she would went on a date with this frat guy before a date party. And he um, bit her and turned into a vampire before the date party. And she was talking about, how she like had this fling with this med student so that she could get into the blood bank, you know, without it. <laughs> like it was just like kind of this weird, almost like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. And I really liked that one. That one was fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded it reminded me when I was reading some of these bios. Um, I I do a lot of musical theater, and a couple years ago, um, I was in a production of Kinky Boots, and um, I don't know, have you guys done any acting or theater and stuff? No. <laughs> so one of one of the best things when you're um sort of in more ensemble side of things is because your ensemble you don't really get given a character specifically so you sort of have to make your own up and so whenever you go see particularly amateur theatre I always watch the ensemble because I'm like these guys are saying some stupid shit when their mics aren't on. Um, <laughs> it's so great and so um kinky boots is set in a shoe factory and um they're going out of business and um a drag queen comes in and they start making boots for drag queens that's sort of what the story is um and so I started doing these um employee of the month posts um where I would take all of the stupid shit that we had said on stage when our mics were off and turn them into like a ridiculous bio for each of the characters and so I was reading your bios and I was like it's like the thing I did for kinky boots um and I remember just having so much fun with it like we had come up I think one of the characters names was like Sam or something like that and someone mistakenly said Pam and that wasn't a character in the show and so we just started pretending that there was a Pam in the show and um she had been killed by one of the other members of the ensemble and all of this stuff so Pam got employee of the month one day and the photo I put up was like a body outline Uh (laughs) too good yeah, but yeah, I really enjoyed doing this little bio. So I was reading your ones and I was going, these guys are having so much fun. Well, sometimes they're like the best part. I think every now and then we'll just kind of be in like a creative rut and the bios are really hard to do. Oh, they're the hardest part. Yeah. And like I'm consistently texting Hannah and like, like I, help me. Yeah, I'm the writer, you know, in like between the two of us. And yeah, I was in help me. And then I'll send copy and paste of what I've written so far. And then if she doesn't get back to me in like five minutes, I'm annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because Hannah just like, she knows all those like pop culture references. Like I'm very like out of date with everything. And Hannah just knows all of it. And so I'm like, she can put some like fun pop culture twist in there that I wouldn't even have thought of. Mm. And um, we joke a lot about, I'm really bad at intros. Um, for our posts that don't have bios so like this intro is like so boring and because I always default to howdy which like howdy isn't (laughs) all appropriate (laughs) it's cute but it's like they can't all be howdy you gotta mix it up yeah (laughs) but Hannah helps a lot with that one too nice um can you guys talk a bit about the the process of making the light switch so you know the design the molding all of that how you actually physically make them um it's basically we um kind of soften the like the polymer clay because polymer clay comes very very hard and so you have to like work it and um there's like a a word for it but I can't remember what it is all those polymer clay earring people know what it is (laughs) yeah and um we just kind of put it on the light switch plate and just sculpt right on top of it um Mm -hmm. I think um some people think that there's like we make the light switch plate I don't know but we don't make plastic light switch plates <laughs> that's like that's Lowe's job yeah I mean the dimensions of them have to be so specific to fit on the wall it's mm. just because you can bake this the plate so 
Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think, um, like 295 is the temperature that the plates start warping. (laughs) (laughs) You bake polymer clay well in my oven at like 260 Fahrenheit. And so, um, we bake it and then we just paint it. Like it's a pretty simple process actually. Um, and then the final, we paint a design on it and then the final process of like, um, like really making it super durable so that, cause people are constantly touching their light switch plates and yeah. if we did put some side, some sort of coating on it, it would be, um, probably the paint would like chip off or something. And there are glazes that you could use for polymer clay and for acrylic paint, but we chose to use UV resin. So it's, you know, liquid and then it cures. So it turns mm-hmm. into a plastic and it also makes it like super glossy. So it's really durable and it has this like amazing shine to it. Yeah. And then, and then that's it. And then we take photos of it. We write the bio and it's out. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned how like the, the light switches, you know, they have to be a specific size to be able to fit on the wall. So how do you deal with the fact that there are so many different varieties in, in how light switches come in people's homes so that they're actually able to fit them? Yeah. Um, funny, whenever we first started, we, our, I would say our second biggest uh, quote unquote, like community that followed us was people in the UK and they do not have the same light switch plates as us at all. And so we had to, we were like, we got to get some, some UK light switches over here. We, we've got to get them. We're, we have a whole audience over there that we're not taking care of. And um, so like, we just have to like buy them and uh, like, we either have to just buy them on our own and make them on our own or do customs. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many light switch plates that people send us that we've never seen before because it's like, I didn't know that anyone really had any different ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even here in just the U.S., you have the toggle, which is kind of like our standard, like, switch, and then you have the rocker, which is like the big rectangular one, and then you have people who have dimmers, and then and then mm-hmm. and other people who have buttons, and, and then, like, small squat ones, and, and it's honestly kind of overwhelming. Yeah. And, and also, it's hard to get access to it, because even for the U.K. switches, I had to buy them on eBay from like a random guy in the UK and it took like three weeks to get here. It was, you know, a lot of shipping and and to be honest, they didn't sell very well (laughs) because I think the shipping is like the shipping is a lot. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, in the UK, the, you actually have to mess with wires to change your light switch. You have to turn power off and we don't have to do that when we change ours. Yeah. So I think that, no pun intended, turns people off of, of getting them. <laughs> yeah. But like, people will message us, like, oh, how do I take it off? Like, I have like, no idea. Like, like, I can watch a YouTube video for you, but I've never taken one off. Ours is just, you unscrew some screws, you put it on there, you screw it back in. And it's super easy. But, yeah. And there's surprisingly not a lot of information about different light switches around the world. We've tried to figure out, like, I was like, I just want to know what light switches look like in every single country, you know? Yeah. There's no information about that. Do a yeah. call out to your to your Instagram followers and ask them to take photos of their light switches and tell, tell you where they're from. Yes. Well, there was one time somebody was in, I can't remember where they were in the UK, but they were like, I'm going to send you all the light switches that I have in my house. And they sent us three different types of light switches. And I was like, how am I possibly supposed to accommodate all of this? Yeah. And, and then somebody was like, oh, like, please make some for, I think it was Guatemala. And I was like, what do you like? You gotta like, give me more information. <laughs> yeah, I and then no you idea. Google Guatemalan like light switch, and then you get a bunch of different results. Or you get like the Guatemalan flag on a light switch. Not quite the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but because there is such variety, we kind of just stick to the kind of our standard US switch as much as possible which actually we have a lot of people from Australia that buy them I don't know what your all light switches look like but I I don't think at, at least in my apartment the the ones that you guys put up I don't think would fit okay yeah. these ones. we have our, our, our like the switches themselves are more sort of square shaped okay. and you either get one or two on right yeah, yeah. I've often confused when people place those orders but I'm like you've made the purchase, you yeah. feel confident in it, so I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. And we maybe, they're, maybe they're hanging it up as art. 
Very I true. sure hope so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've kind of just stuck with like our standard like toggle switches. And then, like I said, if people want custom ones, like we had somebody reach out about wanting one for the RV that they were converting for like a, a what is it called? Like a, a home, but like a mobile home oh, situation, yeah. you know, van life. And yeah. um, they were in the Netherlands. Yeah. And we we're like, you're going to have to send that to us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I want to, um, people who've listened to this show before will know that I often, before doing an interview, will ask my sister if she's got any questions for the people that I'm interviewing. And one of her questions was, are your labias based off real people? No. 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 Yeah. From the get-go, we knew that we weren't going to make them realistic in any way. um, Because we were just like, we just want to make them like super minimal just fun like I don't want I don't really want people sending me pictures of their <laughs> yeah of their labias you know I mean I don't there I mean, are people who do that yes but yeah. that, we're not those people yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, we did one that was I think I think she had like she had she had surgery oh and, yes yes yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, she yeah, had yeah. surgery on her labias and so she just kind of wanted a very simple she described what it was and then we just kind of replicated it for her, sent it out. But we never posted it. Yeah. It was just kind of like that's, that's really cool, cool though. Like, you know, was it was it pre or post surgery? Do you know the? It was post. It was post surgery. Yeah. It was kind of like her way of you know, like loving that part of herself. Yeah. I think she had struggled with. Yeah, I think she had had some sort of cancer or something around that area, and she had to get part of her um, labia removed and so mm-hmm. it was just like um so we just kind of created like a flat part of it yeah and so that one was really nice and and we're open yeah. to doing things like that it's just um people have to reach out to us to let us know um but yeah we don't really we don't ask for pictures and also because of instagram's algorithm um if we were to go more realistic we have the potential of getting flagged we were really yeah. nervous whenever their new censorship policies came up um, last month that we were going to be impacted by that. Luckily we were not, but we know artists who do Mm. art who were. So, uh, so we were, I think if we were to go more realistic, we would have problems, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, as you said, like if you did custom ones, you would be getting a lot of pictures of, of people's labias. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like fine. Yeah. Yeah. it's it's just not it's not where I'm at right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, yeah. like I, I, the more like wild they look, the better. Like yeah, I think that yeah. you know, the more colorful they are, the more that they don't look like them. It's just kind of, I think that we're just we're trying to make it just so playful. Yeah, and not atomically correct. You know, we have um this one woman that messages us all the time, all the time, saying that she's like, you know your clitoral hood is not big enough. We're like, we know. It's like, you can't do, like, two, we can't make them look exactly the same. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, this woman's, like, whole mission on Instagram is to, like, fix art's perspective on vulvas. I don't know, like, who she is or, like, what her job is, but, like, she has, we have gone on her Instagram before, and she, like, we know other people who make vulva and labia art and she like posts their stuff and like points out like what's wrong with them. Yeah. And she's an intimidating lady. Yeah. And we're really nice to her. So nice. Cause we don't want to get featured on the page. (laughs) Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's just like, we've kind of framed it to her as like a, it's, Oh, there's just not a lot of room. But the reality is like we have done more, like a little bit more realistic ones, but people really like the more simplistic kind of weird shape that we do on a lot of them. Yeah. We do have people who are like, Oh, like I wish you would do more of like that shape and then we'll do one in the next update. That yeah. is that shape. But you know, the, I don't know. It's just, we just kind of do what feels right at yeah. the time. Sometimes I'm into large lips. Sometimes I just want to do the simple shape. Yeah. It, I think kind of the whole point of whenever we started doing this was, just make whatever we feel like making. And if people buy it, great. And if they don't buy it, fine. Mm-hmm. We'll destroy it. 
do. We do destroy them. If, <laughs> if people don't buy them, because you can actually, like, um, with quite a bit of effort, completely remove the clay from the switch. So we can actually recycle the glitch. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But you could, you know, give, give them away as charity. But I like that you recycle them. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't know who would want, you know, donate it to my local Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking it would be really cool if, like, there was an art gallery or something that were doing an exhibition and just, like, all of the light switches could be yours. And, like, that would just be a really cool way to have your art, like, featured in a gallery. Like, it's not, you know, the big thing. It's just all of the little light switches. That would be so nice. We do have, there's like one business that wants to have all of our light switches as their, um, as their light switches in their business. And I was like, oh, that's so special. I like, that's probably the closest we'll ever get to a gallery. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool though. Do they, like, is their industry anything around like sex and gender or? Well, actually there's two. So there's one that, there's something related to periods. So yeah. that's very like on brand for that. Yeah. And the other one that does um I think waxing. Yeah. Like Brazilian <laughs> waxes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that would be awesome. Yeah. Just like walk yeah. into a Brazilian butterfly and the light switch is a labia. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I trust these people, they're into it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And they buy like our most outrageous ones too. Like yeah. ones we had one in the shop that was in there for months, and it was this like hot pink pearlescent color, and it had like this friendship bracelet like on it. Like it was intense. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, whoever whoever buys this is gonna have to be a very specific person. And and then they that shop ended up buying it. <laughs> That's awesome. The weirder the better for them, and I love it. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they should like issue you guys a challenge to do like the yeah. most outrageous thing you can think of. Well, they, somebody from them did reach out and ask for like a four gang switch, and we've I'm never like, done four. I was like, we've never done four. <laughs> like that could be so exciting. I was like, we're gonna need a different box because our boxes are not big enough. Yeah. <laughs> and when you guys make them do, because some of them are quite you know complicated and have a lot of detail in them do you do sort of batches of a lot of the same or a lot of yours there's only one available and one person gets it first in best dressed I would say 90% of them are one of a kind we'll never make them again that kind of thing I think we have a couple that are that people just really love um that we just continue to make over and over and over again but I would say yeah 90% of them no one else is going to have on earth ever yeah yeah a lot of people will um like go back and find one they really like and they'll be like oh I want this one and it's sold out sorry and and sometimes it's that you know it's like we want to keep that kind of one of a kind so it's like you're not we're not, this isn't mass produced, like this isn't going to be in everyone's home. But also sometimes that design was really hard and we yes. never want to revisit it. <laughs> yeah. I did one that looked like uh, the Coraline doll. Yes, I love that one. It was so, so hard. Nice. And I was like, I kind of never want to do this one again. <laughs> and we've had people ask for it and we've told them no, because we're just, it, it was too hard for yeah. her. I didn't do it. <laughs> Yeah. So like the ones that are really, really hard will either we're like never again or it's like oh, we're just going to charge way more than what we mm. we did because we're really bad at undercharging for for what we've done, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning. So we're trying to get a little bit better about it, you know, pricing our work as it should be. Yeah. Yeah. There was like one that I just actually remade. It was Janelle named after Janelle Monet, and it was inspired by her pants in the pink music video. Yeah. So it's kind of like this rose shape and I made it. And then I made another version named Tessa after Tessa Thompson a couple of weeks later. And then that was like months ago, like very beginning of the shop. And then somebody asked for another one recently and I was like oh yeah like I can do that and then I started doing it I was like this is a nightmare <laughs> I was like I never want to do this design again <laughs> and it's like because people love it people ask for it but I'm like it is such a pain in the butt not really to sculpt but to paint it is because it's got a lot of layers and it's just oh I can't yeah. do it can't do it yeah the ones that are hard to paint and to sculpt like it's not worth it yeah <laughs> 
Like, we already got the picture. Yeah. Like, it's already on the feed, you know. <laughs> Don't need to post it again. Yeah. I'm so impressed by what you guys can do with it. Like, so Halloween this year, I last year, I went as um, Ursula from the little mermaid and i realized as we got like closer to halloween i was like i haven't bought the shell necklace which is such an important part of that costume and so i was wandering around and i found in a target like a kid's polymer clay box and it had gold leaf in it and i was like i'm just gonna make something and put gold leaf on it and that'll be the thing it took me so long it's a very simple thing to make (laughs) it took me so long and so i'm looking at the things that you guys are making like the Coraline one and all of these things and i'm like it's you're bloody talented ladies (laughs) big learning curve and a lot of people are like oh i'm gonna make this for myself i'm like good luck yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a lot of time. And I was actually went on a rant about this on Instagram at, like a week ago. I was like, the amount of money you would have to spend to just buy the supplies that we use, yeah. like the clay, the um, light switch plate, the paint, because we use gouache, which is like a more expensive paint and um, the resin plus the resin cure plus just it would cost them probably two or three hundred dollars just to buy the supplies. At that point, you could have bought seven of our light switches. Yeah. yeah. And, and people are just like, oh, I'm going to make these for myself. And I'm like, or you could just like support a small business. And, and, and it's like, even if you did try to make it it would probably look like crap because (laughs) we we have spent a lot of time learning how to use this medium and we have many mistakes I have a drawer full of light switches that have not turned out like they just look (laughs) bad I I think they're cursed um and I just you know it's like go for it try it yeah good luck yeah Yeah. Uh, how many do you guys make in a week um well to be honest we're pretty inconsistent about it (laughs) (laughs) because I still have a job um full-time so it's um prior to the new year it was kind of just get off work at five o'clock and sit and make as many as I can in an evening so I think back then it was I don't know we were probably making like 10 a week yeah because we try to post one every single day so we have to at least have seven um every week mm-hmm. um but now I think right now we're averaging at about 20 per week yeah because usually you make 10 I'll make 10 yeah because we're also doing like um Holland is a really popular design and I don't know why she's like hypnotized everyone and everyone <laughs> wants to buy her and so we're getting tons of requests for people to buy Holland. So right now we have like 20 orders of Hollands that need to go out next week. So we'll have to make like 20 Hollands. And then um, I have made one light switch this week, like (laughs) one original design. And I don't have another job. Like (laughs) (laughs) I just, I'm not feeling inspired and you just have weeks like that. Luckily Hannah was feeling inspired. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I told her yesterday on the phone, I was like, you're doing great. I'm really struggling right now, but you're doing amazing. (laughs) But that's the great thing about having a partner is that you get to, she gets to pick up my slack. Yeah. (laughs) And vice versa. The good thing about having a partner is we do get to like half all the work, but we also have to half Half all all the the money. So (laughs) sometimes I'm just like, I wish you didn't want that money. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I can just, have it yeah just live forever on unemployment yeah (laughs) and what are you guys are sisters so what is it like working with your sister surprisingly it's been good I love (laughs) it yeah because like I think we're a little bit of hotheads when it comes to each other um sometimes we're not very nice to each other um like I think like the person I meanest to in this world is is Katie (laughs) which (laughs) Absolutely. But like I love her more than anyone in this world, so yeah. it's a it's a balance. But I think we're just kind of on the with the clay agenda. I think we're just really on the same page with everything. We're just like we're really trying to make this legit. We're really trying to have something every day. We're really trying to help each other out because it is a lot, um, you know, to to you know, make a light switch, take photos of it, post bios, make Etsy lists. Etsy listings like that's just a lot 
on us. So it's like, we really have to be supportive of each other and like help each other out. And so surprisingly, we don't really get into fights. Yeah. Yes. I think Hannah and I balance each other out really well in a lot of ways because I've talked about this with her before. I am like a dreamer. Like my head is like always in the clouds. I'm like, Hannah, think of everything that we can do. (laughs) The sky's the limit. And Hannah's like, okay, but like, how are we going to do it? You know, (laughs) Hannah like not so far that like crushes the dreams but you know just down enough where she's like all right let's think of actual steps to achieve those dreams but then I also lift Hannah up because Hannah can be a Debbie Downer (laughs) and so I have to to pull her up a little bit and I'm like okay you know like the other day she was like oh yeah we just got like really lucky because like we went viral on TikTok and I was like you're doing us a huge disservice like we've put in the time and the effort like we didn't really get that many followers from TikTok. We just happened, you know, it just, we have put in the time and the effort. And I feel like I have to remind her of that. Like, we're not just lucking out. We're, yeah. we're doing the work. I'm lecturing her right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that she still has the thoughts. Yeah. Um, but I, the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the algorithm is a thing. And, and, but I think we have a really good mastery of it, specifically with like hashtags. We spent a lot of time exploring with a lot of different hashtags to kind of find ones that were um that were really useful for us and it's funny because some of our hashtags are like hashtag grandma core and then people will comment on it's like how is this grandma core (laughs) but how is this grandma core and I'm like well my grandma likes it yeah um but yeah so like I think Hannah and I we balance each other out really well plus Hannah's like an amazing artist like, she's Thank phenomenal. You. She's been doing art, like, tales old as time. And, like, if you pull up Hannah's, like, old high school books, she's got little sketches in it, you know? <laughs> and I feel like I was a little late to the party. And so Hannah's kind of my mentor for a lot of things. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just got an iPad this week. And I'm like, what pencil do you use? And, like, you know, just I really, I, like, watch her do things <laughs> to, like, figure out, like, how she does it and um, so it's it's a nice like mentor mentee relationship too. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, and but it's also like in the beginning, you know, I had never used clay before, and so you had to show me how to do all of that. Yeah, and then you superseded me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. And where do you want clay agenda to go? Like what's next do you have an idea for the future or are you just sort of in the moment at the moment we've talked about it a little bit yeah um like we would I think like our immediate next step would be we really need to like hire an assistant um to kind of help with shipping and because that shipping takes we were up until like two o'clock in the morning last week doing shipping Mm. one day and and that would be like the next step for us to kind of push us to do other things but because of covid we can't really like introduce another random person um but we really want to do other forms of wall art in the vulva variety um and plus we both do illustrations so we would like to go forward with that um I don't know. Ceramics, too. Oh, we want to do ceramics so bad. Yeah. (laughs) Such an expensive hobby, though. Yeah, we have a a family member who allegedly has a kiln. And so we're like, hey, mom, bug them. Like, tell them, tell, make them tell us where the kiln is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, we would really like to do, because we follow so many ceramicists oh, we're yeah. obsessed with them and people think that we're ceramicists and I'm like I'm honored but we're, <laughs> we're not um so that would be I think like the biggest direction and probably the biggest change for us just using that different medium yeah but um yeah just more like kind of like houseware type stuff yeah I don't know I I really am pushing for this to be like my full-time job um just because I worked for two years in corporate America and it was horrible. It was the worst two years of my life. So I'm, I'm trying to stay out of it. Um, Hannah just wants money. So she'll be able to do it. (laughs) I love money. I'm sorry. (laughs) I want both. Yeah. I want creative freedom and money. Yeah. (laughs) 
Awesome. So we are coming to the end here, but I always like to ask a random question of my guests um, at the end of each episode. Um, so my question for you today is, what is your strangest habit? Strangest habit. Hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I knew that you did this. And I was like, uh, that's that's a way to prepare for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to um your your uh the one with the what's her name? The one uh the she's the one of the Teletubbies. Oh <laughs> yeah, Rochelle. I was I was listening to that one and um at the end you asked her like what her like a uh, favorite gift was and I was like what's my favorite gift I was like well she's not gonna ask me that so <laughs> really hard to prepare for how do we define a habit I think it's something you do like just sort of automatically like it's not something you necessarily think about mm. <laughs> I don't know I know I have one. Oh, I know <laughs> it's just like if it is a habit I just don't think about it um, <laughs> Oh goodness, this is a good question. Oh no, I, feel, I, I know there's something. There's got to be something. Yeah. Um. Why don't I tell you guys my one, and then that yeah, maybe that'll maybe point. that'll prompt yours. So I realized what my one was um over Christmas. So my dad, when we were growing up, whenever we were driving. Um, he would click his fingers to get the traffic lights to go green right but he was doing it like he was watching the timing of it and he knew when they were about to turn green and he would click his fingers and me and my sister as kids were like oh my god you can change the traffic lights by clicking your fingers right (laughs) it's just become a habit of mine since I started driving myself like I know that it obviously doesn't change the traffic lights but when I'm sitting in a red light I just click my fingers and I keep doing it until they turn green (laughs) and it used to annoy the crap out of one of my old boyfriends who was just like it's n- it's not doing anything it's not actually changing anything um, but w- I realized that like because I just do it when when I'm driving and nobody's there right and over Christmas my sister and her girlfriend came up to visit we were driving somewhere and I clicked my fingers without even noticing and my sister-in-law who you know they've been dating for about a year or so and they're in a different state so I like I know her but I don't know her super well she just from the back seat went hey Chelsea do you have Tourette's I was just like what <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just very surprised by the question she wasn't saying it like in a mean way or anything she oh, was right, just exactly. curious and automatically my sister was like it's the clicking isn't it that's what made you ask that question she was like I was just curious if that's why you were doing it and then I explained the backstory (laughs) that's actually so funny that did make me think of one I was actually talking to Katie I was talking to you about this yesterday um I've done this since I was little whenever I'm in the car I will um like the lines on the road I will blink like I will try to blink in between the lines (laughs) <laughs> Which I thought that that was something that no one else did on earth. I was like, I'm so cool. I'm so, I'm like, not cool, but like, I'm so different. You know, I'm not like, quote unquote, not like other girls. <laughs> um, but yeah, I read like something on Twitter about how, like, I guess there's a whole bunch of people that do it too. But yeah, super weird. I don't know why I do that. Um, I think like the most recent thing I can think of is, I don't know. I think... I don't know, Hannah, you know me. I like you. <laughs> Habits that you have? Yeah. I'm trying to think. You watch Twilight, like, is that a habit? Yeah, there was, last year, it, it was habitually. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I guess, like, I, I am like a quirky person, so I don't know why I can't think of anything. I'm very particular about things. I don't know. I guess probably like maybe my most annoying habit, maybe it's not like my weirdest habit, is like I I have to have my kitchen counter clean. Like not even like there's like this one corner where I my coffee every morning and it's like I just envision myself like living in a fa- like living on a farm but like this perfect cottage core life and this corner of my kitchen has to be like has to fit that vision and so sometimes I'll like come downstairs and my roommate will have like messed it up and I'm like 
<laughs> like going, I go into a panic. <laughs> I'm just like, and so I just have to straighten everything up. I just, I have to, before I can like get my day started, I have to make sure that corner looks perfect. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It feels like a weird, I don't know. That is a weird I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of a clean freak. I think that's probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. It's what I've got. <laughs> and my last question for you is one that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. The show is called Loud and Seemingly Confident because that's how I want to describe myself. Do you guys consider yourselves to be confident? I'm very confident. I'm a very mm-hmm. confident person. I think I have to be like, I'm fat, I'm queer, I'm non-binary. It's like I would get swallowed up by the world if I didn't have any sort of like self-confidence. Mm-hmm. So I'm very confident in myself. There are definitely days where I'm like an anxious ball and I just want to disappear to the shadows. But I would say nine times out of 10, I'm very confident in like who I am and, and kind of my path. And I'm also very loud. I have a, I'm, I used to live in a sorority house and people would like complain that they could hear my laugh from like all the way across the other end of the house. And I was like, don't complain. My laugh's great. You know, I'm just spreading the joy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely, I'm, I feel like I'm definitely a confident person. Yeah. I feel like I want to say yes, but I think I'm kind of more on the, I'm in the middle there because I think as an artist, like you have to be confident enough to feel that you can share your art, Mm. which we do all the time. Um, but I think that it kind of just depends on, I was telling Katie, this is like, it's just like whatever thing I worked on last, if that's good, then I feel good. But if it's bad, then I'm like, I'm the worst. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't even do art. Yeah. But I feel like my confidence is most shaky whenever Hannah doesn't give me the affirmations that I'm looking oh, for. Oh yeah. <laughs> like sometimes I will send her something and she'd be like, love it without like an exclamation point. And like my confidence is shattered. I'm like, I'm like, you're not just like, you're not expressing it the way that I want you to. So that tells me that it's crap. And now like, I'm never going to create art again. Yeah. <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Hannah's art is always good. So. <laughs> awesome. So thank you both so much for coming on the show. This has been an absolute blast. Um, really enjoyed having you here. Um, yeah, so much fun. Yeah, I, mean, I hope it wasn't too scary for you, your first interview. No. I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did fantastic. Thank you. Um, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please subscribe, leave a review, all of those things. Share, help this get seen by more people. You can follow me on Instagram at Chelsea J. Heaney, or you can follow the podcast at Loud and Seemingly Confident, both on Instagram and Facebook. Hannah and Katie, where can people find out more about you? Go ahead at the clay agenda on instagram and then you can search clay agenda on etsy for some reason the algorithm hates when you put the clay agenda so just put clay agenda on it on etsy (laughs) or just go to our instagram and follow the link in our bio yeah (laughs) beautiful awesome well thank you guys again so much this has been an absolute pleasure thank you so much it was so much fun